Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. Great to have you here again. Great to be here, Matt. Thank you. So looking into the week ahead, geopolitics and uh, and a busy week for central bank land, um, what in particular are you going to be focusing on? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. You know, uh, last week we highlighted uh, politics and, and geopolitics uh, as a factor to watch. Uh, and I think it's an increasingly important piece of the, of the macro puzzle. You know, this week's European army announcements and, uh, you know, the US, Australia, UK, Indo-Pacific security partnership uh, were a case in point on that front, uh, and geopolitics re- remain uh, a, retain a focal role. You know whether it's uh, militarily, strategic, or trade uh, tensions uh, clearly still remain. You know on top of that, we've also got Russian elections coming up uh, this weekend. We have the Japanese uh, leadership elections uh, reaching full steam, four candidates there, uh, and uh, the German general elections are going to have big uh, connotations uh, for the European project. Uh, some signs uh, at the last minute that uh, the CDU-CSU uh, coalition are uh, coming back into contention, but potentially big implications there for kind of fiscal transfers and, and possibly even uh, the revisions to the Stability and Growth Pact, which we expect over the coming months. However, this week's focus uh, will really return uh, to central banks, uh, the highlights being the Bank of England uh, and the FOMC. Now, in the UK, uh, there's little expectation of any policy move next week, uh, but with inflation in uh, letter-writing territory, uh, plus or minus uh, 1% from the 2% target, uh, the bank will be clearly uh, in a position where they need to point out their inflation-fighting credentials. You know, the recent evolution uh, that uh, that the committee was 4-4 on those who believe the conditions for the tightening of monetary policy have been met, uh, that, uh, you know, the the those... Uh, in the, the positive uh, in that question uh, include Governor Bailey, uh, this picture is expected to evolve further in a hawkish direction uh, with two new members arriving uh, in the form of Catherine Mann uh, and Hugh Pill. Uh, we expect that Catherine Mann's vote uh, will be a like-for-like switch for, for Gertin Vleha um, uh, and uh, also that Hugh Pill will join uh, Bailey, Broadbent, uh, Ramsden and Saunders. So likely a 5-4 balance there on the hawkish side. No immediate implications, but certainly reaffirms the market pricing uh, of two rate hikes next year. Then in the US, uh, the FOMC will be very keenly watched. Uh, and there are two real separate dynamics going on here. Uh, firstly, the revisions uh, to the summary of economic projections. Uh, you know, on balance, we expect growth uh, and perhaps even inflation uh, forecasts to edge higher. Um, uh, even if there is a, a, a delta-induced uh, compositional change uh, to the expectations. And this likely leads to a further nearing in our expectation uh, of, the, uh, of the rate hike forecasts uh, of the participants uh, or the dots, uh, and that likely puts uh, the, uh, you know, more dots uh, in 2022 that has uh, significant connotations. The second dynamic uh, is the commentary uh, or the framing uh, from Powell, if you like. You know, we continue to expect Powell to err uh, on the dovish side until he's confirmed uh, as Fed chair for a second term. Uh, until then, it likely pays him uh, not to diverge uh, too much from the position of his main rival. There's also uh, some minutes from the RBA, and, and this may be interesting from a broader perspective, just uh, to see how 
central banks are interacting uh, with uh, the Delta variant slowdown, much more um, uh, exacerbated in Australia due to the idiosyncratic ways uh, in which they've dealt with their COVID strategies, uh, but certainly a focus for markets nonetheless. And then lastly, on to growth. Uh, growth continues to be the main driver of, uh, of focus of the markets at the moment. Now we get the OECD interim outlook. Now that may provide uh, a backdrop for the debate. Uh, we get flash PMIs um, later on in the week for September uh, and uh, German IFO for September also. And these are also likely to be uh, barometers of you know, relative trajectories uh, as well as uh, broader sentiment towards the global growth backdrop. You know, recent Delta-induced slowdowns, you know, have shown some signs uh, of bottoming out, at least in the U.S. and China, uh, just as Europe comes off the boil. So differentiation continues uh, to be a big focus, uh, and whether there are, you know, the, the focus on uh, might move away from the transitory or, or, or temporary factors uh, due to, uh, to COVID and Delta and move towards equilibrium. Uh, and we think that growth rates uh, likely remain key. Plenty to focus on uh, from a, a rates, equity, commodity and FX uh, markets perspective at the moment. Thank you, Neil. Uh, plenty to be looking forward to in the week ahead. Uh, in the meantime, perhaps comparatively a quieter weekend ahead. There's always something to keep an eye on, though. So uh, what are you watching for over the weekend? Absolutely. Thanks very much, Matt. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, by recent standards, somewhat something of a uh, barren week uh, for sports in some respects. Uh, we are back to the regular season games in the Premiership after uh, European group stage games uh, in the week uh, where West Ham registered their first win in Europe since 1999. However, at home to Manchester United and Ronaldo this weekend may prevent fans from partying as such. Uh, on the on Saturday morning, we get Australia versus South Africa in the rugby. Uh, that may be well worth forfeiting your lay in for. Uh, but ultimately, for me, uh, I expect to take this opportunity to venture outside as much as possible ahead of next weekend's Ryder Cup, where I doubt I'll be able to. Sounds like very sensible planning, Neil. Well, thank you once again for joining us, and uh, I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Been a pleasure. Thank you. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.